What's happening, my people? Welcome to Vertical Football and welcome to another episode of Team Talk. I am Rash, and here today I have my regular guys with me. Shegun, how are you doing, Shegun? Yeah, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Looking forward to the discussion and you know talking about football. Football, yeah, definitely. I've, I've actually missed you guys because it's been a while we talked about football. Afele, how is it with you over there? Yeah, bro, I did that. The Saka Messi man. We don't miss each other, so it's, it's, it's a good time to be together again. Yeah, to definitely, football, so. definitely. And lastly, there we have really, really, how is it with you, my brother? Back here, yeah, definitely. And before we move on into today's activity, we are going to give a shout out to the top man in the fantasy Premier League. Let me put it straight: Vertical Football Fantasy League. He came up with ninety-eight points. That's in the person of Water Na Water. That name says almost now overflowing of points. The guy won't get like that. Ninety-eight points. Shout out to you, Water Na Water. Yeah. We expect to see more of that. How do fantasy treat you guys? This week, I'm having a tough time with fantasy this league, man. This season because of uh, you know my team this week, essentially. Yeah. Now, Roger will go get a record, and it was really, really sad because now minus and yeah. the likes of Wisa not delivering for like the third game week, um, consecutively. consecutively. Yes, then so but I, I'm happy I did some transfers that paid off. The likes of Trippier came in. Mm. The likes of um, Ishia. Trippier. Yeah, Trippier. Oh, I just brought him in. Points, right. I had a feeling on that day, like one or two hours before the deadline to bring him in and, you know, give me just get, yeah. Points. Ah, yeah. man. Yeah. How did you go on your side, brother? Yeah, like like this is my highest point on, um, on, on, fantasy. on fantasy. Yes, I got it this week. I had it too. How many points? 82. Wow. It's it's all more. If I go past it, it's too safe because I go come on captain for Trippier. Ah! Wow. Past Who you going captain? I can go captain Ireland. Uh, um, he just got a And another thing with Patrick is say, Unali, how your team go win it is go get one point. I don't understand. And I hate people score for that match. Who get one point? It's different players. Ah, I'm more. I tell you. But no one talk about Ireland. Ireland, in my own opinion, if we're not captain them, you know, they really pack so much points. Like this season, apart from the place where he score a trick, mm-hmm. he never really give me so much points yeah, if I know yes, captain them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now just six, eight, six, eight. But please, now 30 points. You can yeah. bank, say this guy, oh, he will surely points. give you points. If other players, they bring points like that, no one, but people like Rashford, then they know they bring points. No, me, I they trust Rashford, though. Ah, uh, me. Now, one person will give you. He don't give you past five points this season. This season. Rashford get one match, he do assist. Okay, you don't score this season. As so at least two like times, maybe, uh, two okay. times you don't give me. I think against better, against, as, against Arsenal, he got like six against Arsenal. Yeah, hey, yes, yeah. now. Oh, he scored against Arsenal, so yeah. the points could be high. Ah, Rashford, trust me, now my man with that. No, anyway, I stand Rashford. So moving on to today's talk, we are going to start with Arsenal. Arsenal. Well, the the first point here is like the most important point, I would say. Ramsdale and Raya. Do you? The, the question, I'm going to like to pose the question to Shegu. Do you think Ateta is picking his first choice keeper based on stats or just pure intuition? I think it's based on pure intuition. I think, um, you know, at first when Raya, we, we mentioned it here on the, on the pod, that when you have someone like Ramsey, which yeah. I like so much, I like Ramsey as a, as a keeper, and then you're not bringing Raya, who on his own day, so it's a starter for any club, you know, sir. Yeah. And you now bring Raya in. The question is, how do you manage them? 
But now looking at the way things are panning out, I I I am I'm now led to believe that right from the summer when they were planning their squad, mm. um, I that already decided they needed a new keeper. I think he had just decided that. But, but Raya Ramsdale, is playing really good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he decided that Ramsdale is not maybe the keeper to take them forward. So he's just like, okay, let me start Ramsdale. But my mm-hmm. mind, I know, say, I know that Raya I want, and I, I feel Raya is going to be the better option. But let mm-hmm. me just be for maybe Ramsdale does one mistake or Ramsdale does have one bad match. Because coaches do this. You know, they put a player and they just wait for one mistake. Yeah. And then on, that, on the back of so that mistake. Pin it on you. Yeah, like, on, the, on the back of that mistake, just drop you. And I think... That's what he has done with Ramsdale in the sense of Ramsdale maybe had not a, a good, so good game and then he just dropped him off and put Raya. And Raya is like now the starting. Yeah, definitely. Starting so, Afele, what's your two cents on that situation? Um, For me, I, I, I've i watched um, Raya's like out of the three games he has um, kept um, losing. I, I, I think two, two clean sheets. I watched two out of, yeah, he kept a clean sheet against um, Everton and, and clean sheet against PSG. PSG, PSG yeah. Yeah, nice so start. and I even watched the match against um, Tottenham, and he, he made some great uh, saves there. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I feel like it's just like for me, I, I don't I don't think Ateta has chosen yet. I think he's just trying to weigh the two options and, and see which one is better. Yeah. But for me, what Adeta is doing is impressive. You know, compared to Ramsdale, Ramsdale has done has proven himself. So I just feel like it's all about Ateta. It's 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 he's the one who know, he knows what it's, he wants from the keeper. So if anyone he chooses, it's, it's, oh, it's okay, yeah, thing. definitely that's nice. But there is something he he has given Ramsdale the chance starting this season when Raya came in. Now Raya is trying to take the position to become the number one choice goalkeeper. Yeah. Do you think this Raya time is just a test for like, you know, the coach, like you said, let me give you the time and see what you will do. Maybe you make a mistake. I pin the mistake on you. Do you think this is going to be like what we are going to be seeing as Raya taking the first choice goalkeeping position at Asna? Or do you think Ramsdale is coming back? Well, what I even like about that thing is that it's now competition at Agogo. But that's a very bad competition. Two yeah, first choice. I think keeper. it's a very risky one, you know, to have you know, he's on regular in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. You have one as so... a standing one, mm. then you have one as... I think the last I can remember where there was real competition among goalkeepers, so maybe Czech and Kudicini at one point in Chelsea. Okay. Maybe like say they were because you know, other positions you can have two or three players vying for that position, but when it comes to the goalkeeper position, you want your goalkeeper to have like kind of like a rest of mind, yeah, confidence. confidence that, like now, even though I have a bad game, let me have that confidence that the coach is going to trust me next game. You understand? But when you have, you can only play one goalkeeper at once. Yeah, definitely. The defense, the defense. I might be a centre back, but if I'm not getting minutes, the coach might decide to play me as a left back or a right back tomorrow. But goalkeeper, a goalkeeper cannot play as a defender. Defender, and definitely. And it's not, it's not every day you, you you see uh, goalkeepers getting changed. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. you them. That's so, like so. It's going to be. I don't know how, but the, from the look of it, it looks as if Ateta is in control, and okay. it looks as if the board, the club, the fans are supporting him. But in, I I know that that kind of situation can cause a lot of issues in the dressing room in the sense of enmity or bad blood between Raya yeah, yeah, and Ramsey. They, they asked him in the Sky Sports interview and he said, 
is is handling it as a good person, as a professional. That's Ramsey. That's Ramsey. And waiting, well, I feel like it's, it's, too, it's very early. Now, when he's getting time, like he's not seeing a playing chance anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's going to be that, that, even, though even though even at, the, at present, if he has like issues yeah. with that decision, it's not going to come out to Sky Sport to voice yes, about so it about just yet. And, and, and I think um, uh, Ramsey just um, got his chance to play at the national level. I think last season, or last year. Yeah. So you know, if he's sitting on the bench, I think that should be that would be one of the and issues. Really is and Euros is coming. Yeah, Euros is coming yeah, up. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. But we, we we leave that to Ateta. Let him take very right choice. But I trust what he's doing in my own view. But so let's let's move on to like the midfield part of um Asana. In the beginning of the season, we saw something that we felt like this is the way it's going to be going. You have Rice, you have um Odegaard, and you have Avats. But now they are coming in dynamics. This match it is changing. Half time we are bringing in a very different kind of midfield. What do you think is happening to Arsenal's midfield at the moment? I feel like uh, Arsenal uh, Ateta has much players in midfield area and he's yet to pick the starting ones. Mm. Um, you know, uh, let's say Rice. The star, Rice is a permanent starter. Odegaard is a permanent starter. Yeah. So he's like judging within Fabio Vieira and. Um, Avas. He, he thinks he, he wanted Avas to start, but it's like Avas is not picking up yet. So he's trying to change and see if Fabio Ferreira can come in and do something that Avas can't do yet. So you, you understand? Because, mm-hmm. and for me, I feel like he's sabotaging Odegaard in a way because I feel mm-hmm. he should be able to, he should let Odegaard play that field. And why don't you play Pate and Rice? Let's just see that. Yeah, that's midfield. one player we're not even talking let's about. Just, Pate. Let's, just, let's just see that midfield and let. Or they can do his thing. You understand? But when you're in a situation where you're having rights, only sitting at the, at, at, at the DM, Five or six. and you are, you are using Odega or Odegaard and Avas or, you know, Fabio. Fabio. So it's just like... Okay, those two need, are the movers. Need, yeah, move, I think it needs to come back and do what? Do the job. The defensive work. But when you're having Pate and Rice, rice sit down there. Odegaard is just like you having Spar and then Bissouma. Then Madison has nothing to do backwards. Mm. You know they come back. You know, yeah. you know so that's how it's supposed to be. I think maybe he's just not gotten gotten it right yet, and okay. maybe he's trying to experiment and do stuff like that. I, I think Ateta needs to listen to this particular thing. Mm. I feel he just said like that, that. That was very insightful. Like he just gave me a very clear picture. What's your two cents on that? The Ateta's midfield in Arsenal right now. Well, he has not yet gotten his perfect choice yet, but we have some. Players that we have seen that they are picking that position, position to start as yeah. Odegaard and Rice. Rice. So, Abbott, maybe why is he using Abbott is that because of the price tag on his head. Yeah. So, not that you buy a player that is what that amount, amount and, and just stream on the bench. bench. So, for Abbott, we have not lived up to expectation. It's so, too early to just write him off so easily, yes, I think. It's sluggish and Stuff that you know, okay, okay, bringing it back to like the previous podcasts. <laughs> oh, sorry, the match review I fairly did. There was this contrary opinion for of why was that substitution made, yeah. bringing in Avat and Jojo into a game like that. You know, when I listened to it, I came up with a very different perspective. When I saw the changes, I was like, this game is so intense. You, and the intensity Tottenham was bringing was not expected. Like, Arsenal didn't expect anything of such. It was too much because Arsenal was still almost like a fast-paced 
team. So you need somebody to like take charge of the ball. When you have somebody like Georgiou who calm the ball down, start distributing it around. But I would say, unfortunately, it did not work. But that does not mean it was a wrong substitution to make, in my opinion. So like Shegun, what do you think about Asna's midfield situation? I think, um, first of all, it's about Ateta, you know, trying to change the formation of his midfield. In okay. the sense of Ateta has always, I think Ateta, I think from last season that did so well, the midfield structure that did so well for him last season was double pivot and then one eight in terms of Odegaard. So double pivot in Zaka and Party and then yeah. Odegaard. So he wants to to build or to take his Arsenal team to the next level in the okay. sense of, let me make, take my Arsenal team to the next level in terms of like, normally Arsenal will, in, on most games in the Premier League, we have more of the ball. So he wants them to be ruthless in terms of killing the game very early. So he decides now that he wants to change the structure of the midfield now from a double pivot to a single pivot, to a single um, six Defensive and midfield. then two eights. So, so now there are two options for Ateta in, sen- in the sense of like, if you are sticking with your former structure of midfield in terms of double pivot and a single eight, hmm. every player you have at your disposal is used to playing that way. In the sense of Rice at West Ham, West Ham. did not play as a single six. He played in, in a double pivot. Okay. So if you are put using a double pivot in terms of rice and party, rice is not new to the system. Also, party is not new to the system because party was also used to play, play alongside Zaka. Yeah, as it do. And Odegaard also is not used to the system because also was he played last season with them as a single eight. eight I mean, yeah. but now the, the issue is when you change, you want to change your your midfield structure to a, a single pivot six and then two eights. Every player that's going to be playing there is more or less going to be playing in a new position. In terms of Rice has not played as a single six. Yeah, he's taking doing, charge of the whole line. Yes, he's doing so. He's doing well now. So far, he has been he has been performing well as a single six. But the question now beckons is, are you going to be using Rice as a single six against the likes of big teams like Manchester City? Manchester. You can use that against smaller teams. Yeah, he can really cope and do it. But when you use him as a single six against the likes of the Man Cities, against the likes of he did, he did well against against Man United, but if you using like a single six against the likes of Liverpool, how does he perform? Mm. He's new in that system. Odegaard has not been used to playing as a, as in his double eight situation. So it's new for him. So now that's, that's why I feel yeah, he's stubborn. Let me know, I don't, I don't think stubborn is the right way. It's the right word, but he's adamant that he wants to play with in a double eight. And that's why he's trying to find the right mixture. And as Avile said, I feel that double eight is in a way affecting the performance of, of Odegaard. Odegaard because he's not now being saddled with the whole responsibility of taking charge of the taking ball, charge, taking charge of the ball. So I think you just need to look at how he's going to structure his, his midfield. And I don't think Arsenal has that um, box-to-box midfielder that can nah. do the that can, If right Spain has that six, I don't think there's a box-to-box midfielder that can. Because when you put Avat, it affects that team defensively. Yes. When you put Vavibera, it affects the team defensively. So the best option would be let Rice be your box to box, let yeah. Party be your yeah, six, six yeah. and let um, Odegaard be your eight. But on- honestly, if we review it like that, I don't think there's going to be a chance for either Vieira or Avats to play. In they will the play their lot of, lot of games. Yeah. So they like, have to like just against, sit down and play against in the likes of competition PSV, or uh, Champions League. Against uh, the likes sorry, of Champions PSV, League. against the likes of Luton Town, Sheffield United, you know, a lot of this kind of Even smaller clubs. You know, in the EFL, you can use your eight, you can perfect your eight because I think that Fabio Vieira will be very good in a double eight system. I think he has also showed it's good, going to be very good, but is Odegaard really 
going to be very good mm-hmm. in that double season. Yeah, so we don't kill so, the boys' yeah, talent so yeah. early like that. Yeah, that's true. So let's leave it an Asna and still take it away from Asna. Is Asna being protected by the referees? Hmm. Given situations that are going around them, how they just get awarded penalties, how they just get over stops like that. The people people were talking about the offside against Manchester United that this wasn't so clear. It was checked from a particular angle. Now we get the penalty from the Tottenham's match. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Arsenal being? It seems that they, they even the ref are backing them this time, for my own view, honestly. Because against that um, Tottenham match, again, that Nketia um, Taku, and look at Chiwell Taku. Um, Gusto. Gusto. Imagine. Yeah, Inketia so one was even worse. <laughs> and Inketia didn't get a red card. Got just yellow. So they have been favored. Yeah, yeah. They have been favored. I feel like um, they are, I don't know the reason why they have been protected by the referees and even okay. the PR. But what I see is this there's situation whereby things mm. will have gone awful for us now and yeah. VR has done. And nothing, you know, in the right in the right way. You have um the, the handball against. I said it in the, in the last uh, match review. Yeah. The handball against Tottenham. I'm not saying it's not an handball, but that same thing has happened. And you see, Manchester, you see United, United. even the same against the same player, Romero. Yeah, where Ganacho was on goal. We have the chance of Gibo was going to go. And that same player used his hand to be moved. It was more, almost like even the same situation same because, like, he was bending now and his bending. hand was out of his body. Yeah. Even, even this, this against Tottenham, he was on the floor. Let's assume yeah. he was on the floor. But this one was on the air and he stretched out his hand. And referee didn't even bother checking that, 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 that goal, that um, foul. So I feel like they are getting favored. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say favored, but it seems that's why it's going. It's so can, can, can we just be like, it's luck on Arsenal's side, given that this, these are decisions taken by referees? It's not just one ref. It's, if it was one ref, we we'll say this particular person is like trying to be so nice with us now. These are different refs in different situations. I think it's is is a part of two various options. And the first of first first one is that after the Brentford game last season, that Ivantonis goal should have been ruled out mm-hmm. and was counted, and Arsenal did that game one one that affected their title running in a way. You know, I, I think a lot of referees or the referee association in England yeah. felt that they did Asna wrong. And they've always tried to, in one way or the other, you know, compensate for that. That's just the reality of things. Because sometimes I, I scout a lot of Arsenal games and I, when I watch them, I'm like, if it was another club, would this have been really given? You understand? Yeah. Would it have really given? And another part of the decisions going to Arsenal way is that one thing I've li- I like so much about the Arsenal team is that they demand so much from the referees. They, I, think, I don't think there's anything in the Premier League that when a decision should be given for them or when a decision has been given against them that the players are so much in unity going going against going it. against it and going to the referee. Yes, yeah, some, yeah. some of the players have collected yellow cards for that, but they place so much demand on the referee. That's mm. a part of their game. So it's, it's making the so referee choiceless. Yes, so they put more pressure on the referee. But for that one, you see... I've really mentioned Manchester United. When you see the reaction of Manchester United players sometimes on the referee, they're like just the captain alone. They, they like you know, they, apart from Bruno, who is the captain, a lot of them don't put too much pressure on the the referee. He does like, yeah, you just do whatever I want to do. But Arsenal will not let you go. For example, the likes of Zinchenko will not let you go. Yeah, definitely. So those kind of so it's it's, it's two ways in the sense of first of all, 
last season, I feel from that Brentford game, a lot of referees want to appease Arsenal in one way or the other. Because see what you said about Nketiah. When I watched that game, that Nketiah tackle on Vicario, mm. or almost tackle on Vicario, if it was, for example, Casemiro, it's getting it's a, red. a red card like it's that. Getting red. Red. <laughs> it's getting a red. It's getting a red. And it's like it's even with the, issue of, um, with the issue of the penalty, you know, I, I asked one question when I, when I watched um, Man United and Tottenham, but Tottenham Man United because yeah. Tottenham was at home. I was like, why can't the players even demand on the referee to go and check the screen? The referee didn't want to check the screen. And, and, just and, and we have had reports, for example, reports came out, we all know, about Kukurela's um, incident last season when they we put it in, that the referee came out to say he didn't want to go and check the screen because his friend was the... Um, he didn't want yeah, to send someone to the screen yeah. because of so I don't understand if you need to check the screen, that's why the screen is there. Check the screen. He didn't check the screen against my United because he knew if he had gone to check the screen and still didn't give that penalty, people will see there's suspicion there. So I yeah. think there's an agenda in the Premier League. Yeah, I think your emotion is coming no, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving the, the, the agenda agenda of the, no, they are their agenda because you can't tell me that one team. We saw that again against Man City, yeah. getting a goal against, I think, which which team is it? Was that? Was it Sheffield? Yes, and we can see the one against Man United. Man United. See, almost the same we know there's an that. agenda, but... No, but uh, honestly, if you look at, if, if we're trying to compare the Manchester United and Manchester City goal, Rasmus was so close to the keeper, like, he gave him no choice. There was no it, choice it, for the goalkeeper. It's debatable also. No. Debatable Even also. The, the keeper pushed him away. Did you watch, if you watch the play, the keeper pushed him away. Yeah, he has actually even left yeah, the keeper It was too short now. It was, was too short. short. In what way? Won, won. Even, even at the AM, I guess Arsenal, Manchester United against Arsenal last season, when they yeah. won us 3 2. Akentia was, Akentia was, was, you know, was blocking the gear. Where, where Zaka played the shot. We know that close. We know. We yes, like, he was blocking the gear, like, you know, you're looking the site of the game. Now. But we know no one thing about it is that when you are big, you are big. We know the agenda, we can see it clearly. We saw we yes, have seen now. decisions go um against Chelsea, Chelsea. and that's not getting benefit of it. We've seen decisions go for Chelsea, another clause also getting we can see these things. My own is the referees should just be fair. There's a screen, that's why there's a screen on the on the on the pitch. Yeah. Everything before you make a decision, try and check the screen. Don't just jump into don't, conclusion don't, so don't quick. Conclusion. Yeah, that's true. So let's talk about two other points in regarding Asna before we jump into the next thing to talk about. So we're going to talk about two players, as is Inketia and Odegaard. Inketia, do you do you think he can lead the Asna's front line and become that deadly guy that you want to see at the front? Really, what do you think? He's trying to prove himself, but. Me, I will come for Balogun instead. Balogun should have retained that position instead of Nketia. But let's just give him time. But he's just eager to prove himself. Yeah, and I, I think he's a different kind of striker, I would say. He's, he's, he's almost, he's a young Gabriel Jesus. He's not that guy that wants to stand in the front of goal and just wait for the tapping or try to use his head. He's always going around to look for the ball and become part of the build-up. What do you think, Shegun, about You know, when, when we, we said this, when we were previewing the Premier League season as a whole, and we said Arsenal needed to buy a striker. If you're not going to get a striker, as we already said, then let Balogun be your backup. Because you cannot say you want to win the league and you have a striker like Inketia. Inketia is a good player. But for the quality you need to win the Premier League, you need a striker that... Because Gabriel Jesus is not reliable in the sense of injury. 
It's yeah. not reliable. That's all the fact. But you need a striker that when that strike the striker's presence alone in that your team is causing you know it uplifts the, the quality of your attacking play. You need someone that is a proven good scorer. I remember I I I, I recommended Vlaovic. You need someone that offers you variety in terms of your pressing. In terms of your link up play, you play, in terms of your older play, you need somebody that offers you more. You need somebody that even his presence alone gives your team that confidence. See the in, in, in introduction of Gabriel Jesus, another guard, and Zecheko last season. Yeah. It improved the quality of Arsenal. You needed that star man. You can't be. I don't, I don't want to say the front line. I, I don't want to say waste. But it actually looks like a waste now. You can't be wasting that, am- that amount on Havertz when you can just add something on it and get someone like a Vlaovic, get someone like even an Oiland in that team. You get... Hmm. Or even someone like... I know because of the rivalry. Even someone of the kind of caliber of like an Ardy Kane. You get... Or a Gonzalo Ramos. There were many strikers that can defeat and back. And would have come to Arsenal at that point. You need goals. Yeah. You need goals. I can't tell you not somebody... Are you telling me now that when you play... I know Arsenal is a very good team and goals can spring up from various various areas, areas of the pitch. But when you need goals in a game against Manchester City to top them in the league, are you telling me Ketia is really going to give you those goals against the likes of the likes of Diaz, against the likes of Guavido? Are well, those you, those tall guys it's, it's, in, in it's really, too. It's really a, a tough one to have. I feel, I feel like for Ketia, I've, I've watched him play and I feel like he can only play whether you are playing a double striker. That's kind of that's the kind of part the thing I've, I've seen about him. Okay. I've, I've I played as a striker as one time in, in one point of my life. So I feel like he doesn't have that thing that's you know attributes to be just the lone striker. Man, the lone striker like Alan, the likes of Alan, the likes of Olong, like I said. Yeah. Like traditional. Just need, like you understand? He's like those strikers that play alongside another striker. Maybe okay. definitely sometimes drop in. You know. And play behind the striker. Yeah, that's the kind of person in KTI. So for him to play as a top nine, nah, he's not doing that. He's not that kind of player. Just mm. let's be frank with each other. He's not that kind of player that, that that can play that kind of position. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So about Odegaard, the it's it's just a very straight point. Do you think with what is going on around Arsenal now, the style of play, we know he's a very versatile player. He can do a lot of things. Do you think he's reaching the top? Given situations around him now, absolutely because uh, that other guy is a, like a complete midfielder, yeah. Yes, he has his vision, his passing ability, his goal scoring ability. The way he takes shots now, okay, dribbling ability, goal scoring, everything, he's even pressing. Going, no, the guy, the guy, the guy is good. What do you think? Do you think he's going to the top? He can reach. He can reach the top definitely, yeah. and because he's a good player. Except yeah. sentiment, sentiments aside, Odegaard is a good player. I also feel like you need to bring the best out of out of him by playing him as a lone eight. Don't share the pitch on that on that, that offensive. Let play. him take Let charge, him of, take the charge of it. Then you are going to see the best of Odegaard. The way, why are you going to use Abbott? Who be Abbott? Why are you going to Abbott? Good, Abbott, good, Abbott. Good, not Abbott, 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 good. 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 Ab
I've not seen, you know, the way a De Bruyne. I know, I know, Odegaard is not to the at class that level, yet. but he yeah. needs to get to that level quick enough. If Arsenal wants to be winning trophies, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's the captain of the it doesn't team. matter. He's the captain so of the you team. You can see he's positive. It like, doesn't matter. Positive. It doesn't matter. How old is them? The likes of Mbappe. He needs to, you need to get to that level. You need to get to that level because I think Odegaard has the potential to be in like the best FIFA best eleven for years. You get. I believe he has that potential, but you need he needs for Arsenal to be a team that constantly competing for trophies mm-hmm. and constantly winning trophies. Other guy needs to step up in the big games. It's fine to step up against Crystal Palace. It's, that, it's, it's fine to step up against the likes of Luton Town, but you need to step up against the likes of Man City, against the likes of Bayern Munich, against the likes of PSG when it really matters. And for so far, I've not really seen, you know, I'm him really, coming I'm up really most seen, especially in big I'm not really seeing him seeing and um, doing that so let's see if he can if he can improve